Cocktail Corner on 95BFM. Thanks to Boutique Connection. Connecting you to Boutique Wine. Oh, look who it is. It's Renee from Wild Wines and Boutique Connection. How's it going? Still here. Still here. Still connecting. Still out there. <laughs> uh, you've brought in a special guest. We've also got Diana, Diana in here from... Responsible hedonist. Yep. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Uh, you're just saying that you attended the University of Auckland and did a quick little lap of the campus and managed to find your way up here. Had, I did. Had you been up here before, up to the station? Uh, not up to the station before, but down to the food court. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. We're all, we're pretty close, right? Pretty close to the food court. So. Super close. Yeah. Um, I can <laughs> smell delicious things yeah. from here. <laughs> Must be really hard. <laughs> uh, there's, For you. A, there's a few options. Well. I mean, I pretty much like sampled everything downstairs multiple times, so <laughs> that's where I get my lunch every day. <laughs> uh, now, what's happening? Well, uh, welcome, welcome, Renee. Um, Thanks, Johnny. Fine wine retailer, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. Um, boutique Connection is all about connecting you to boutique wine from around New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we've got some new producers that we're kind of launching over the next few weeks. And we'll be coming in for the next four, three Thursdays. Is that right? And um, it's kind of the perfect time of year because, uh, you know, gearing up for Christmas, people will be thinking about gifts. We can do gift subscriptions, all that kind of jazz. So it's good to be back and talking about some of our new offerings. Mm-hmm. And it's all that sort of stuff that, A, you won't find at the supermarket, uh, it's all small batch, locally made by people that are incredibly passionate about wine. Just to reiterate, like the it's kind of like the underground. It's the New Zealand underground scene of wine, and it's where you'll find all the coolest stuff. And if you want a sweet present for your mates, you're like, you're kind of like, and you're like, hey, I'm in the know. I found this cool stuff. And it's really you, uh, Renee, that's doing all the the sourcing and having conversations with these boutique people. It's yeah? really hard work. Got to yeah. taste a lot of wine. <laughs> <laughs> now, Diana, where do you fit into this? Are you one of these new winemakers? What's responsible here in this? Yeah, um, so we are a wine brand uh, that makes wine from Hawke's Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got our Syrah here today. So pretty hands-off in the winery, so low intervention in style. We use wild yeast. All the grapes are farmed organically. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, really happy to be part of Boutique Connection. Okay. Uh, so have you? What's your what's your background with the wine industry oh my goodness um so i was a sommelier in chicago for a few years Mm -hmm. and then decided to make the switch into production and so that kind of brought me down to new zealand um so i did the program through the university of auckland um they have a campus over at goldie the state on waiheke islands that's kind of how i ended up there um and then i did my master's thesis in the university campus here so that's Mm kind of why i've been learning about the food court and stuff Ah, okay all right Uh, how's the how's the lifestyle shift making you know like making the the move from the <laughs> usa to new zealand uh very different but mm. very good mm. yeah definitely enjoy it here mm-hmm. it's a little bit more chill um everyone's really friendly and it's just been a really great time really. what's what's the key difference between winemaking in the usa and winemaking new zealand is it what would you how would you compare the two 
Oh my goodness, um, good question. Um, I think generally speaking, um, the work-life balance is a lot better. Mm-hmm. Um, like when I was working at a winery on Waiheke, like you know, you're in the winery, you're doing stuff for harvest, you're getting really sweaty, and then you can go like you know, jump in the ocean and go swimming. So that's kind of nice. Um, but I do feel that the producers and people here um, are kind of really still working with a moderate and cool climate. Mm-hmm. And so you are, you're able to achieve flavors and acidity profiles that you don't necessarily get in warmer environments. So. That's one of the things I really enjoy about it here. Excellent. Yeah. Now, you're saying this this particular wine is from the Hawke's Bay. It is. Uh, what was your connection to that area? Why did you decide to go down to the Hawke's Bay and make wine? Yeah, so I fell in love with it down there. Um, I think it's a really unique microclimate. Um, I think the terroir is really cool. It's so like the soils and the traditions there. Mm-hmm. Um, Chicago's also like a second city, so it burned to the ground back in the 1880s, and so... Napier had the earthquake and then the fire in the the 20s and stuff, and so that kind of resonated with me as well. Um, But I just really liked the wines, and when I wanted to make my own wine, um, I went down there. Um, Full disclosure, we are self-funded, so um, I'm not going to lie, it is a bit more cost-effective down there for me than Mm -hmm. Waiheke, but would love to make Waiheke wine one day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, Now, what can you tell us about this particular number that you brought in for us to try today? We've got an assortment of BFM typical glassware. There's some plastic. There's a... Uh, what's that glass? The green one? Uh, this is Montenegro, a, Montaro, something. Yeah, Montenegro. This is a glass, a glass for an Amaro, for those uh, in the know. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah. it'll, it'll do today for the wine. Yeah. Um, but yes, this is our Syrah, so light-bodied in style. Mm-hmm. Um, drinks very similar to a Pinot Noir, but really lovely fruit flavors coming through with it. Uh, now, this particular wine, have you just found a couple of packets of grapes from a particular vineyard? <laughs> or are you... How, how did it come together? Yeah, so we have a rose that we work with, um, a grower down there, and they farmed into our specifications. Mm-hmm. So that's where the Syrah is coming from. Um, so it's from a vineyard in the Bridgepod Triangle area. Mm-hmm. Um, the vines are about 22 years old, so have some good uh, history to them and produce really lovely bunches of delicious fruit mm-hmm. um, that we take to the winery. Yes. Yeah. I mean, how was it? As like, I'm assuming you're tasting along the way, like checking out the progress of the wine. Oh, yeah, all how the is, time. Yeah. How did it change from start to finish? Ooh, it changes a lot. Um, so I would say that when you are picking the grapes and stuff, they taste really, really sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, the wine is, you know, kind of like, you know, grape juice or what have you. Um, really, really sweet, but lots of acidity and freshness as well. Um, and then all the way through to fermentation, you end up with something that is drier, so not a lot of sweetness um, with different fruit notes and things that come out. Um, the yeast and the fermentation process actually... Um, takes the compounds in the grapes and breaks them down into other compounds and transforms them into other stuff. Mm -hmm. So what you end up with at the end of the winemaking process is completely different um, just in every way than what you started with. Mm -hmm. This wine just makes me want to (laughs) groove. I really, uh, just on the nose, I really like the smell of this. Mm. And this is called Rush the Stage Red. Is that like a thing? Because I'm not a muso... Is that like a thing that you say, like, let's rush the stage red, or what, yeah? Yeah, so um, one of my first jobs was working in uh, music venues, actually, and Mm -hmm. so when a band comes on, people, like, you know, get really close and rush the stage and get really up close, and so this was my first vintage, first wine release, so kind of use that as a a name for it for that reason as well, so people can get up close and personal. Uh, What's the perfect occasion for this particular Syrah? Uh, to me, I'm like, anytime. this would be pretty good with um, food. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I also think like, you know, when um, you go to a gig and it's maybe like an outdoor gig mm, mm-hmm. and you just want something to kind of chew on, mm-hmm. like this is kind of something that you can, it's quite refreshing for a red wine. Yeah. Like maybe a summer festival, if you're allowed to take wine, mm-hmm. only if you're allowed to. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think you could kind of just take this along to a barbecue as well kind of vibes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a fresh, crunchy style. Yeah. So definitely for social gatherings with friends, um, with food, mm-hmm. without food. Um, that was kind of the intent for the wine. Yeah. Goes well with like tacos and stuff, pizza. <laughs> What's the coolest gig that you worked at? Um, I think the coolest one was Prince. Um, that was both the best night of my life because I got to see Prince but oh my god was it so stressful Um, because he like he was debating between a couple of venues for the show and then he decided on us kind of you know last minute and it was we had already had a show and so then we had to like reset the venue for Prince work late sell tickets tickets sell out so then everyone you know is calling you to get in Mm. and then because it's Prince he goes on like an hour late Mm. and so you've got all of these people waiting to get in and they're like outside line around the block and so then we set up a bar outside in the patio so we could like serve people and and do that we turned the host stand because it was a restaurant as well into another like bar to take care of people um and then the manager made the genius decision to close the restaurant oh so there was like not a lot of food options mm-hmm. so then i remember like i was managing so like i remember like going into the kitchen and like making charcuterie platters and stuff <laughs> people were like we want prince and i'm like yeah me too <laughs> i was like bro come out here oh wow but then it was a great concert it was so much fun unforgettable yeah. i actually went to his venue in the middle of minnesota was it yeah yeah minneapolis he's, yeah he's from minneapolis his like actual venue kind of reminded me of the civic theater in, in Auckland Ooh. a little bit. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. I've never been, but it would be nice to go check that out. Amazing music over in the Midwest. Yeah. Yeah, really good. Um, he's a good example. And then um, obviously lots of like blues singers, good rock and roll and stuff out of mm. Detroit. Yeah. How does music kind of, does it influence you in your winemaking? Um... That's a good, I never really thought of it in that way. Um, I think I take a lot of inspiration from music. Like for example, when we were designing the wine label, I didn't give them anything graphical. I gave them songs. Mm. Um, so I told them I wanted it to look like um, Comeback Kid from Sleigh Bells, which was a band back in the aughts. So that was the inspiration for the label. Um, but I think I just want wine to be really enjoyable. And you know, the venue I was working at, they had a really good wine list. And so I think for me, wine and music go really together quite nicely so when I'm just making the wine I'm always thinking about the context that it's going to be enjoyed mm. in and mm. the music that you're going to be listening to it with and stuff I like that yeah. now is responsible hedonist going to be in the next like batch of boutique connection wines that are available yes okay absolutely all right um so we we're going to be putting this in some not next month's but probably December's boxes mm-hmm. uh, just because I think it's such a brilliant red for uh, summer mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. Um, but we'll also be having this online you can we've opened up our wine shop so you can actually go online now and just buy wine like a normal wine shop okay 
All right. Whereas before it was closed, it was just subscriptions only. Yes. Mm. Um, so that's really exciting. All right. So it's kind of case by case. You could just go in and buy a bottle or two of what you like. Yeah. Ah, okay. Put Excellent. your box together and ship it out. It usually takes about three to five days to arrive. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you can wait, it's of worth course. it. Yeah, totally. Awesome. Hey, I'm Renee from Boutique Connection. Thank you very much. Diana from Responsible Hedonist. I'm assuming people can just check out Responsible Hedonist online. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, if you just Google Responsible Hedonist Wines, it comes up with your slogan, which is, what is it? <laughs> Drink wine, be good, do good. Love it. Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Hey, thanks, team. Um, thanks, Johnny. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Your shot, yeah? Cocktail Corner on 95BFM. Thanks to Boutique Connection, connecting you to Boutique Wine.